Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to That Psyched Runner podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. On this show, we talk about how to thrive in the sport of running, from on the road to in the kitchen to in your own mind. We hear inspirational stories from others and talk about the psychology behind it all. I'm so happy you're here and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. How are you? Um... Welcome to my typical bi-weekly episode where I am just chatting with you guys about life and answering your questions. I am so happy you're here. Um, I apologize for not doing this a couple weeks ago. I am actually still recovering from a little cold or like respiratory infection. So my voice is kind of still on the mend right now and it's been like three weeks. So we're making progress, but two weeks ago, I literally had no voice and I could barely get words out of my mouth. So um, that is why I did not film my episode, but we're back and I still sound a little horsey, but that's okay because we're here in our full horsey self and we love it. It's a vibe. Anyway, how are you? I want to know how you guys are doing. DM me, please. I love you guys and I love hearing about you guys. So before I get into your questions, I will give you a little life updates, I guess. Again, nothing too exciting, really. You know, I feel like my life is just pretty much the same, like, day to day, but not really. I don't know. It's crazy. No, maybe different day to day, but, like, the same week to week, if you know what I mean. I don't know. But I did – okay, so going back a few weeks, um, it was – Things have been pretty stressful, not going to lie. Like, I keep it real on here. I'm not always going to pretend everything is 100% perfect. Um, There are so many amazing, wonderful, good things right now going on. And I am so happy and thrilled about it all. And I just literally love my life so much. Um, And also, at the same time, I've been going through a lot of stressful stuff lately. And, like, this is... Just this past month has been kind of wackadoodle with all of that, but we've been getting through. Um, School is just kind of a – I mean, it's a lot right now. I'm in a part, like a time in my program where it's just like a lot of stuff going on. We're juggling a lot, wearing a lot of hats, and the first few years are like – the first two years especially are like the most intense. So, yeah, just going through quite a bit of – just craziness right now with school and then just some life things happening too that are a little bit more stressful and it's just been a lot. Um, And 
if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw my post about just like training and everything. So like training's been going super well, but I noticed like the past few weeks when things got really, really stressful, it was definitely manifesting in my training a lot. Like I was just so tired and I just did not feel that great. And it was just this weird sense of like mid, you know what I mean? Like I never really felt like I didn't have my typical weekly like good days, bad days, like on a typical week, I will have training days where I'm like, I freaking love life. Everything feels amazing. And then I'll have days where I'm like, oh, this absolutely sucks. But it was like never like it absolutely sucks or it's absolutely amazing. It was just very mid. And it's not really like that. Like I don't really get in mid moods, but I've just have been mid. And that's all I can just like, that's how I describe it. So it was just weird. So I talked with my coach and coach Tony is amazing. She's the very best. And she really helped me talk through just like training and everything and realizing that like stress impacts training so freaking much. Like your body guys does not know. This is like all this research shows that your body does not know the difference between stress from your school, your job, your life versus stress from running. Yes, running is a stress reliever and it's not therapy. It's not something that is supposed to be the only means for stress reduction. Like, yes, I run to reduce my stress or to, you know, help with mental clarity, but physiologically running is a stressor. And so especially if you are adhering to a very hard training plan. And so really just after talking things through with my coach and everything, I was able to really be honest with my stress levels and myself and say like, hey, like maybe we're going to take a little bit of a step back from harder training. And instead we're going to focus on, you know, maybe not building up to the mileage that I necessarily wanted to for this training cycle, but mostly just focusing on getting in the miles, getting in a workout per week. That's quality. Maybe two if I'm feeling super good. So my original plan was I had two workouts per week in a long run, but really just with my hectic schedule and everything that just happened this semester, I'm thinking it's going to be one work. We switched it to one workout a week and then a long run and throw in a little spice in the long runs if we can, um, which I have. And it's this whole, you know, I have a plan. I have Coach Tony and she's amazing. And I really helped, like, honestly, though, taking a step back and, like, literally speaking up for needing to take a step back from something was a huge growing experience for me because as a kid, you know, I was taught it's like in gymnastics and in other areas of my life that like you should not take a step back. And I feel like so many of us runners are wired that way. Like we're constantly taught that we should continue to push through when things get hard, right? That's what it takes to be a mentally tough athlete. That's what it takes to succeed. That's what it takes to be worth anything. And like, if you really dive down deep into why you are constantly pushing yourself and constantly going, you find that your core belief, this is me using some CBT techniques here. Do not um, help me, but anyway. Um, but if you really take a step back and identify what it is that you are trying to strive for, it's it can be really eye-opening. So, you know, if you are constantly needing to push yourself and you're needing to prove to yourself and others that 
you can do it, that you can push through when you are just so overworked or so stressed out? Like, what would what does that mean? Does that mean that you're worth something more? Does that mean that your worth is dependent on your success or your performance? Like, just really, if any of you are struggling with that, I would highly recommend really taking a time to reflect on yourself and your core beliefs and just see what it is that you're scared of for taking a step back. Because I think I, like I said, I have such a hard time saying that I need to take a break from something or need to take it easier just because of the way that I was raised and the way that I was formed and the way that I'm wired. That's just who I am. A lot of us overachieving runners are like that. Um, So the ability to do that was so empowering. And like having a coach that supported me in that and just was like proud of me for doing that, I just like have never had that experience before. So it was just so beautiful. So anyway, um, all that being said, is you probably saw my Instagram about my little training update, but yeah, I'm probably not going to peak at as, as of a high, guys, I cannot talk at a higher, at a high mileage that I thought I wanted to, but I am going to give it my all. And I'm going to try my very, very best given the circumstances I'm in. Right. So if I had minimal stress this semester, if I worked my like a nine to five job, if I was vibing if I had if I had the ability to put away work after five if I had the ability to start work at nine if I didn't have any extra life stressors maybe my training would look different maybe I would be peaking at a much higher mileage because I don't have that extra load of stress on me because I would have the capacity to push myself harder physically but I have this extra burden of stress on me in so many different areas of my life and so given that load of stress I am giving it my all in my performance with the stress that I have right now. So my exertion and my effort right now for my training is the same as if I were to have minimal to no stress and I was running a higher mileage. So do you see that? There's like that two sides of the scale. There's two many elements of stress and I'm just weighing out what areas of that scale are being taken up by types of stress. And so, yes, I have said stress many different times on this episode, but I want to make it clear to you that like, it's okay to be honest with yourself and say, hey, I might need to take things a little bit easier, whether that's in school, in work, in your training, in life in general, in relationships, set boundaries with yourself and set boundaries with what you need to, because it's super important and super empowering. And now I just feel so good. Like, I go into workouts and I'm like, okay, like right now, like I can tell I have cumulative stress. And if my body gives this pace today, that's okay. If it gives this pace today, that's also okay. So really just be gentle with yourself and do your best given the circumstances you're in because that's all we can do. And all I know is that I want to start or get to the starting line at Boston healthy and strong and happy and proud of myself. And I'm making myself proud right now by completing this training cycle and running and doing this under high levels of stress. So yeah, that's kind of my training and life update a little bit, but I also have more life updates. I don't know. Anyway, I also 
switching topics, just went to Florida for like five-ish days, visited my mom and my stepdad, and that was so lovely. I ran in warm weather, and that was much needed. I feel like my time in Florida was like an eye-opening experience to realize how much I need the sunshine and vitamin D in my life. You guys, Michigan is so gray and dreary, and I just get so sad in the winter. And yes, I'm very happy. I'm a bubbly, happy person, but also the weather affects my mood. I have to admit, like, I love the sun. I love the warmth. I don't like having to wear like three layers on every single body part to go for a run. Um, But I'm also very grateful for the good weather recently. Um, But yeah, it was so nice to just like walk out the door in shorts and a t-shirt and Oh, it was just fantastic. It was great to spend time with family, quality time. I did a long run. I did there like the first day I got there because we had plans the following days in the mornings. And so I did an 18 miler on this long trail in Venice, Florida. It's called the Legacy Trail and it spans about 18 miles, but I did an out and back type of thing. And I did a little workout in it as well because I was feeling up for it. And Tony gave me the all clear to add in a little bit of spice if I wanted to, even though it was supposed to be kind of easy. So I did like a five mile warm up, and then at two miles at like 713 average pace, one mile jog, and then three times one mile at tempo pace again with one mile jog in between. So fun. I tried never second gel before and it was, or for the first time and it was so good. Like I was not expecting it to be good low key, but it tasted like one of those like freezy pops when you're a kid, you know, those like popsicles that come in like little bags and you have to like rip the thing off and then you wait for it to melt. And it's like the best part is the very end. You get to suck out all the melted popsicle. That is exactly what this gel tasted like. And it was fabulous. So of course I filled with my, you can, my tried and true always, but it was a great long run. I felt so good and so happy the whole time. And everyone was so nice guys. Runners in Florida are just the kindest people ever. Like every time I ran by somebody would be like, keep it up or like looking strong. And it's just like, it wasn't a catcalling vibe. It was like such a genuine, like rooting for you type of vibe. Like here in the city that I live in, there's whenever I get like called out when I'm running, it's always a cat call, but like It was so lovely because in Florida, I actually got cheered on out of the genuineness instead of, you know, being catcalled. So yeah, I was very grateful for that. And that was so much fun. And I just love Florida. Yeah, school's going well. Um, Did a bunch of interviews for practicums next year, which I'm so excited for, um, all in hospital settings. And yeah, life is just amazing. And I have nine weeks until Boston, which is just wild to me, like exactly nine weeks, which is just insane. So it's getting into the harder part of training. And right now I'm in a down week and then I have three more weeks of a build, another down week before a practice half marathon before that full marathon, one more week, which is like peak week. And then I think I have a three week taper or two week taper. I don't know, but that's typically how it goes, but I'll have to check with my coach. So we will see what my plan is, but we are getting into the thick of things and I am excited to bring you guys along with me. I love it. And it's so cool. And training is just so fun when you have a big race and yeah. 
So that's pretty much it about my life update, but let me get into some of your questions here. Okay. Um, how many days a week do you run versus strength train? Okay. Also, I am going to answer three questions because I have a lot of new ones today. So I think I answered this in a previous podcast, but... I run right now six days a week, and that is prescribed by my coach because I am in a marathon build. Typically, in my off-season, I'll have five days a week of running and then one day of like a cross-train and then one day rest, but it's, yeah, pretty much consistently six days a week. That's just where the level I'm at. Strength training, again, it varies, and I'm at a – I used to be at such an all-or-nothing mindset. When I'm in my off-season, I'm really good about doing like three times a week, hitting different splits, you know, legs, back and buys, and then chest and tries. That is my typical split, and it'd be anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour each time. So good, nice heavy lifts, really focusing on form. When I'm in marathon training, it's a lot harder to get in lifts because – I really don't have that much time um, besides running a lot. So when my mileage goes up, you know, the extra 30 minutes I would be spending strength training after a run is probably spent running or doing more strides or doing more sort of running related stuff. And that's okay because there's different seasons for everything. So when I'm in a marathon build, like, oopsies, I just hit my desk. Um, When I'm in a marathon build, like I am right now, I typically strength train like twice a week if I can. So one of the days will be like a lower body day and then the other day will be a full body day or an upper body day. So the full body days, I actually do um, a little strength training class at my gym and Emily Bestie, what's up girls, shout out. Um, she actually teaches this class on Monday nights, which is so fun. And she also teaches on some Saturdays. So I'll choose a day and I'll go and it's a fun little like it's more like higher rep, lower weight type of thing. Um, but it's so much fun. And it's a great way to get in a full body workout without really having to like think about it and just get some socialization as well. So that's kind of my split right now. It really depends though on the type of season I'm in. So again, off season, five days of running, three days of strength training, in season, six days of running, probably two days of strength training. And it's definitely not as heavy. Like I lift a lot lighter during marathon builds because it's about maintaining muscle and just not losing it because it's hard to, you know, make sure that you keep that muscle on during periods of higher running. So that's kind of the situation. Okay. Let's see. Um, Again, how often do you lift? I can answer that one again. Just kidding. No. Um, how do you deal with having to take a down week with mileage? Okay. So that question is what I'm hearing it from you is that it's a little bit hard to take a down week because perhaps you feel bad or you feel guilty for having to take a step back. Um, and there could be a variety of reasons for that, like not wanting to feel productive. Maybe you feel... Um, like you don't deserve as much food, whatever it is. Like there's a lot of reasons why we can feel guilty for taking down weeks. Um, I used to be this way because I would feel like I was like worried about losing fitness. That's another reason. And I was also worried about like being productive, you know, because of my like type A workaholic personality, which 
runner girlies you get it get it um but I absolutely love down weeks now and there are many different things that you can do to kind of like navigate that if you are feeling some of that anxiety or guilt personally I've so when I started to take down weeks and I really didn't do this until I started marathon training like a year ago and I just remember it was like my first couple of down weeks I was like oh I feel kind of bad like I want to lose like I don't want to lose fitness but then what I did was I started to reframe things I said okay like I looked at the facts right you always want to check the facts like okay down weeks are essential to growth and to recovery and to coming back stronger like you actually build stronger during your down weeks like your workouts those weeks when you are grinding away when you're doing a hard speed workout one day and then you're running like 18 miles like I did last week like you're not building fitness during that time you are breaking yourself down so you're literally breaking yourself down for a few weeks at a time And how is your body ever going to recover if you never give it the time to recover? So check the facts. Say, okay, I need this down week to repair and recover. If you're feeling worried about losing fitness, there's – I will have to find the stats somewhere, but you do not lose fitness with, one, taking a week down from running. You're actually just – growing more fitness like if you're taking a down weekend it's just more like lower intensity you're still getting your aerobic benefits you're still building fitness a lot of that is just like getting in some miles and you will literally lose your fitness if you were to take your down week and just sit and do nothing you would lose like relatively minimal fitness like I don't know the numbers and I'll have to check but I have heard so many times that like your vo2 max does not start to decrease until two weeks of straight nothing and that's not even a significant decrease in vo2 max like it's something that's like barely noticeable so do not worry about losing fitness do not worry about you know not feeling productive because actually your body's working a lot harder during that week to rebuild your muscles to rebuild what you broke down those past few weeks so um i know that it seems like on the outside right we're working so much harder on during our really high intensity weeks but actually the hard work is happening on the down week internally so even though we can see our hard work on the outside that hard work is going to the inside on our down week if you can kind of visualize that if that helps at all um and then if you are worried about you know nutrition on down weeks and everything i personally eat the same again, if not more on down weeks and rest days, just because I am one, I'm hungrier. It's always, you know, exercise is a stress that impacts hunger hormones and it makes you feel, it it can make your stomach hurt. It can make you feel full. It can just mess with your stomach a little bit. So really down weeks are a time to focus on nutrition and to, again, do not take my advice. I'm not a professional. I mean, take my advice, the greatest salt. I'm not a professional. So again, if you're really struggling with this, this is something to talk to a dietitian about or your provider or a coach about, but really just focusing on nutrition that week and getting in enough food because your body needs so much energy to repair its muscles, to repair the damage that it went through physiologically, cellularly, it goes through a lot. So just make sure to keep up with your food and 
treat yourself and just take the mental break because you do not want to burn out. Something that is so lovely to me about down weeks is like I can wake up on my morning when I usually have a big speed workout. I'm like, oh, I can just like jog today. It's so nice. And you have that mental reset. So that way the next week you come back and you're like, okay, I'm feeling ready to hammer out a workout. Like I want to do this hard workout this morning and you don't have that feeling of like, ugh again, another workout, you know, because it can get hard and it can get monotonous. And that's just a part of training, especially marathon training and half marathon training. So just like really embrace the down week. Remember it's productive. Remember that you, one, deserve food no matter what you're doing. Your body laying down all day needs significant portions of food. Um, It as much as we like to think of it, our, we don't want to admit it, our basal metabolic rate burns more than our silly little runs do. And that's a whole other topic for another episode with a registered dietitian on because I am not qualified to explain the science behind that. But that is a fact. So just remember to eat, rest, recover, and celebrate what you just did the past few weeks. Like personally, I have three-week builds, one-week down week, and I just look back at the past few weeks and I'm like, dang, I accomplished that. Like that's so cool. Like look at what I was capable of doing. And then it puts you in a good mindset for the next one. So you've got this and give yourself grace. And I hope that helped in any way because I know it's tough and um, just there's a whole lot of stuff going on. So Yes, you've got this. I believe in you. Okay. So what? Oh, the last question here is. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, this is so cute. How do you come up with your recipes? Like what inspired them? Grandma, cookbooks, etc. That's so cute. I love it. So my recipes, they, they've come from a lot of different places, just like inspiration. Yes, my grandma, not gonna lie. Um, she is both of my grandmas are I am so blessed they are the best bakers and cooks in the entire world. I know everybody says that about their grandma. So I'm sure all of your grandmas are excellent cooks, but my grandmas, they're just special. So yes, their banana bread recipe is what inspired my banana bread base, but also just kind of experimenting in the kitchen. It all started during COVID. Actually, if you knew me before or if you followed me since day one, 
many, many years ago, like three years ago, I think. It's my account started during COVID and my Instagram name was Nourished with Sab. And I just remember I wanted to create recipes that had some more whole food ingredients in them rather than just like the normal standard banana bread or cookies. And so I started to experiment. I had a friend or I have a friend and her name is Julia. She has Julia's plate on Instagram and we would bake together. And then it just kind of took off from there. So if I, so I'll have like a general recipe of like a base of what I make. So I'll have like an energy ball base. I'll have a banana bread base. I'll have a muffin base. Oh my gosh, muffins are my favorite to make. And then I'll just kind of experiment with there. I'll like, I think of recipe ideas like on my run is kind of funny. I'd be like, ooh, like a chocolate mint muffin sounds good. And then I'll think of what I could, how I could modify my muffin base recipe with for that like flavor, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like, if you were a protein bar brand, like coming up with different flavors sort of thing. But yeah, that's really cute. And thank you so much. You're so sweet about just like my recipes and stuff. So yeah, that's kind of it. I'm sorry that I'm rambling so much, but this is what you guys requested. So I hope it's okay. And I hope I'm not rambling too much, but that's my life. And I'm being always real with you on here. I never edit these episodes and I'm just giving you my full honest self. And that's what we should all do in life. We should give our full selves to each other because we are human and life is too short to not be yourself. So anyway, I love you guys so much. Again, if you have questions that you want to be answered on the show, please submit them in the Google form, which you can find in my link tree or at the bottom of this episode. But I look forward to chatting with you guys in a couple weeks and see you soon. You are so loved. You are so worthy and you are enough.